0: Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Elevate with CNM Coaching. My name's Maggie. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Today's topic is something that is very frustrating for us as trainers. Uh, but also can be very frustrating for owners or uh, managers as well. And that is dealing with staff that doesn't wanna participate in training. And I know how frustrating this can be because as a trainer and someone who's been training for over 12 years and of course owns a training company, I have dealt with this issue before. For us as coaches, when we spend our whole day listening to voice inflection and listening for vocal cues, it is very easy for us to pick up on When the person we're training isn't listening, isn't paying attention, is disengaged, doesn't believe in the material. And I think sometimes they try to hide it, but it it doesn't work. We know. We know that you're not paying attention and we know that you don't believe what we're saying is true. So there's a couple of different reasons this happens. I mean, the first reason is, of course, ego, which is probably the stupidest reason, to be honest with you because there isn't anybody that knows everything not me not my coaches and you know not you that's why we learn that's why we strive to improve that's why we read that's why we listen to podcasts that's why we watch interviews and go to conventions and take classes and you know read articles from leading industry experts that's why we're in 20 groups or performance groups because we want to learn and be better And if you have someone on your team that doesn't want to do those things and doesn't want to invest in themselves, then I would be very concerned about having that person on your team because there isn't anybody that knows everything. You may be a salesperson or a collector and you may be the best in your business. You may be the top seller at your store or the top collector at your store or the best manager in the world. But if you do not want to help your team succeed by investing in training and helping them invest in themselves by supporting training, then how good are you really? Imagine if doctors didn't have to do continuing education. Imagine if you could graduate from medical school in 1975 and never have to take another class again and you think you've learned everything you needed to know in medical school in 1975. How many things have changed in the medical profession since 1975. And the same applies to phone training. We are constantly adapting and I am trying to learn so that I can perfect and update the scripts to make sure that everything that we're teaching you is next level. That's what we're about. But imagine if doctors felt the same way. Oh, I already know everything. I don't need to learn anymore. I'm the number one doctor in my state. I know everything. Oh, there's a new type of surgery that makes recovery time quicker? I don't need to learn that. I learned how to do surgery 47 years ago. I'm fine with the way I do things. Would you want to go to that doctor? Sometimes these people that are like this, that are on our team, just need a little bit of redirection and need some guidance and need a little bit of support. And if you provide that and they're still not willing to jump on board, then maybe they shouldn't be there anymore. That might be a hard reality. Uh, Might be tough to swallow, but it is true. I am 100% behind my team when they decide they want to learn something new. Let me give you an example. I very recently hired another coaching assistant. Now, a coaching assistant, their job is to log into the different call tracking platforms for our clients and download viable calls, whether that be sales, collection, service, receptionist, whatever. It's her job to find a good call that matches a set criteria and then send it off to the coach. Well, a couple of her accounts they were Spanish accounts. And she says, I don't speak Spanish. I really wanna do well for my team. I wanna be able to help pull some of these calls and understand what they're saying. So she started taking Spanish classes. Now I didn't ask her to do this. This was something that she decided to do on her own because she wanted to be better at something she had already learned. I think those are the type of people that you want working for you. I am very lucky to have her. And I think that when you have somebody that takes the initiative to try to do better without even being asked, that's how you know you have a gold star on your team. And you should be feel lucky. And the same thing should apply to managers or sales staff or collection staff or receptionists. If you come to them and say, we have training, we are going to invest in you. We are going to invest in this training so that we can help grow our company and perfect our level of customer service. And they say to you, this doesn't make any sense. I don't want to do this. I already know what I'm doing. That is a red flag. Now the other reason that sometimes this happens is because people are scared. They're afraid to learn something new and they're also afraid to fail. But if you don't fail, how will you ever learn anything? There was very recently an issue that a coach and I were dealing with where we had just finished training a manager and their first call out of the gate was an F. Now that's gonna happen. There are going to be phone calls. Even our top performer here at CNM Coaching, our top client, our top salesperson, even they will fail a call once in a while. The difference is, is a person who tried and failed and a person who put no effort into it and failed. Those are two very different things. If you try and you fail, then you put effort in and you will learn something from it. If you didn't try and you failed, then that's on you. That is your lack of effort and you need to take responsibility for that F. So they are two very different Fs. Same letter grade, but two different grades. If you don't have bad calls coached and you don't receive training on that material, how do you plan to improve upon it down the road in the future? There has to be give and take. You have to be able to take those failures and learn from them. Otherwise, you're gonna be stagnant. Now, I also think that, you know, that fear can totally be calmed if you speak to your coach. If you're someone on our training program and you feel like you're struggling, reach out to your coach. She is your biggest or he is your biggest fan. They are there for you. They want to help. They don't want to see you fail. They want to see you do better. But in the off chance that you're someone that scores A's and does really well on our program and you get an F, that's the call you want to hear. That's the one that's going to take you to the next level and teach you how to handle that issue in the future. That's what training is about making sure that you have the tools that you need to be successful on a variety of different types of calls that you learn how to stay in control of a conversation and overcome an objection and handle that phone call to the best of your ability. Not every phone call is gonna end in an appointment or end with an application. We know that. That's why we develop a path and a plan for you to be able to get where you need to go in that call, even if it ends up being unsuccessful for you. I thought something that was kind of very fitting and that at this point pertains to this Topic is there's a Facebook group full of buy here, pay here stores and experts in the field. And I belong to this group, and I have a couple clients in there as well. And I had posted a comment on a post that um, Amanda Sanchez, if you don't know her, she is a fabulous accountant, her and her husband Hugo. But she had a post on there, and I had kind of commented back. And one of my clients responded to one of my comments and said, When my salespeople or collectors don't agree with your scripts, I tell them once they establish and maintain a successful call coaching company that I will be happy to take their suggestions. And I want to point that out because as I love, absolutely love that she supports training so much that she tells her staff that, but also because there does need to be That give and take, like I was talking about previously, she doesn't get training for free. She pays for it. And she pays for it because it works and because her team will be successful. She wouldn't say that if she didn't believe in what we were training, if she didn't believe in the process and if she didn't stand by the process. And she has invested in her team and continues to invest in her team. And she is one of the best teams that there is. In fact, I just looked at her outbound reports and her team has a 100% appointment set ratio on outbound calls for the last quarter. So, I mean, that tells you something because we've done so much training with her team and we continue to train them. And when they have a hard time with something, she's supportive. She'll reach out to us if she has got questions about the way something was scored or coached. That's what should happen. You have to have that balance and you need the manager in charge or the owner in charge. Whoever is at the top of the helm has to support the training or it won't work. And we're grateful to have her as a client because she's not only supports the training, but she also helps to ensure that her staff follows through with what they're supposed to. And if they're working for you, whether they're commissioned or not, that's the way it should be. Unless, of course, you're asking them to do something unethical, then that, of course, I don't agree with. But we are talking about training here. Everyone in the store should work together to try to drive sales, to improve customer service, and they should support continuing education so that everyone can work together to be the best they possibly can be at their jobs and in their roles, which, of course, only helps the company be more successful. So let's talk about some solutions here. I would say, you know, if you have somebody that doesn't want to do this or doesn't want to participate, I would look at the reasons why. If they think it's just a bunch of words on paper, then what's so hard about it? If they think it's just a bunch of stuff that was thrown together and handed to them, then why can't you use it? Why can't you try it? If it's a matter of them thinking it's not going to work, then I challenge you to prove me wrong because I know 110% that it does work because we've trained thousands of people how to successfully handle sales calls. You've heard sales calls on this podcast, collections calls on this podcast, good ones and bad ones. There is a difference in how many cars you're going to sell and how much money you're going to collect when you are comparing trained people to untrained people. That is just a fact. So if you're afraid to try it because you think it doesn't work or you think it's just a bunch of nonsense, then I challenge you to prove me wrong. Give it a shot. 90 days, hardcore, go all in. And if your phone calls aren't better at the end of 90 days, then you can come up to my face and tell me that you told me so. That is not a strong enough reason to not want to try something, especially if it is going to positively impact your wallet. Because the chances are, especially if you're a salesperson, you are going to make more money when you learn how to properly handle a phone call. You could sell a thousand cars a month strictly by walk-ins coming in the door and still fail a phone call because selling a car in person and selling a car over the phone are two different things. We're not trying to sell cars over the phone unless you're that specific type of dealership, which is a different conversation. What we're trying to do here is get people in the door. So we can get those people to fall in love with us and want to buy a car from us and then want to in turn refer their friends and family. That should be your ultimate goal with your phone calls. To provide good customer service, to be attentive to your customer, to establish a relationship and to get them in the door. So you can do what you do best. If we're talking about collections calls, same concept here. We need to be attentive to the customer. We need to have good customer service skills. We need to build a relationship. Nobody wants to call a collector that is nasty and tell them that they're not going to be able to make their payment. They're going to avoid you like the plague. You need to have a good relationship with your customers. If you're going to be a good collector, that is not a secret. All of these things can be achieved through really simple training. If you're a manager or an owner or even a coworker and you're dealing with this situation, it is unfortunately just like a bad apple uh, in a barrel of good apples. It will spoil the rest of them if you don't take care of the situation. So I highly recommend communication. Speak to the person that's creating these issues, try to address their fears, try to help them overcome those issues. Uh, You can't really change someone's ego, but unless they can prove to you that they are the most efficient person on the phone without training, then I would tell them that they need it. And if they can't abide by that, then again, they may not be the right person for the job. But just remember, communication is key. And you will not shrivel up from training. There, there is nothing bad that is going to happen to you if you just accept training. So what are you scared of? If you haven't taken the opportunity to try to actually give it 110%, then you really don't have any business saying it doesn't work unless you've actually tried. You have no way of knowing if you're going to succeed or not. And again, this is not rocket science. It's very simple, basic customer psychology, voice inflection, rapport building, simple concepts here, at least that we train on, that we are talking about. What are you scared of? There is nothing to be afraid of, especially if you think they're just words on paper. Thank you so much for joining us here on this episode of Elevate with CNM Coaching. We'll be back again with another hot topic, probably going to do that perfect collections call so that you guys can hear that example. Uh, if you guys have any questions or you have any topics you want me to talk about, you can always send me an email, maggie at cnmcoaching.com, or you can find us on Facebook, CNM Coaching. And I really appreciate everyone being here today. Don't forget, we are still offering hosted chat. You can find out more information by going to www.chat-more.com. See you next week. Have a great day.